Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 12th of August. First of all, Eid Mubarak, dear listeners, from all of us at Newslaundry. We had some lovely Saveki Kheer for lunch at office to celebrate. Unfortunately, Eid in Kashmir seemed low-key after the government reimposed the curfew last evening. While Eid prayers concluded peacefully in various parts of the valley, according to tweets from Jammu and Kashmir Police and Ministry of Home Affairs, most markets remain shut and bakeries that usually run out of stock on Arfa the day before Eid barely sold anything. The Eidgah ground and the Hazrat Baal's shrine too were deserted. Eid prayers were limited to neighborhood mosques in Kashmir. The festive air was clearly missing. Security forces were spread out across towns and villages restricting the movement of people and prohibiting congregations in large grounds. The traditional exchange of sweets between BSF and Pakistan Rangers along the international borders also did not happen this time. NSA chief Ajit Doval, who has been in the valley since last Tuesday, did a recce of Srinagar including downtown Sora, Pampur, Lal Chowk and Hazrat Bal. He also visited Badgam and South Kashmir districts of Pulwama and Avantipura. While telephone and internet links in the valley remain snapped, the administration has issued an advisory saying that 300 special telephone booths are being established to help people communicate with their families. The replenishment of cash in ATMs has also been ensured on a regular basis and ration ghats in every district are functioning to supply groceries to people. Do read Rahul Kotyal's ground report from Baramulla on News Laundry Hindi. He says the silence there is so deafening that residents can literally hear the drones from inside their houses. For those who cannot read in Hindi, the translated version of the report will be available soon on newslaundry.com. Mukesh Ambani, while speaking at Reliance's annual general meeting today, declared that several announcements are scheduled in the coming days for Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh. He said this was in response to the Prime Minister's call for investment in the region. He also announced Reliance's new ventures while proudly declaring the profit margins the company has brought in the last year. He said that Saudi Alamco will invest in the business for 20% share of Reliance's oil-to-consumer division. Reliance's GeoGigafiber, which hopes to provide data speeds up to 1 Gbps, will also be launched soon in the market. Apparently, 15 million people have already registered for the service. Not only will Geofiber be bundled with the most premium OTT applications, its users will also get a HD set-top box. Monthly plans are expected to range from 700 rupees to 10,000. Ambani also said that Reliance Industries Limited will become a zero net debt company within the financial year 2020 to 2021. Well, all we can say is good luck, sir. Indian External Affairs Minister S. J. Shankar arrived in Beijing yesterday to meet Chinese Foreign Minister and State Councillor Wang Yi in an effort to prepare ground before the Chinese President Xi Jinping's visit, which is scheduled for October this year. The President's visit is meant to carry forward the Wuhan dialogue that started last year after the 73-day military standoff between India and China in Bhutan's Doklam region. Clearing the air about Kashmir, however, is still expected to be on top of Jaishankar's priorities. His visit was planned before the government announced the decision to scrap Kashmir's special status earlier last week. 
While Pakistan condemned the move, China took exception to the union territory status of Ladakh, given that it claims Aksai Chin area that India says is a part of Jammu and Kashmir. With Pakistan declaring that it will move a motion in the UN Security Council to condemn India for abrogating Article 370 with China's support, one of Jay Shankar's aims will be to set the record straight on the Indian moves. The death toll in Kerala floods has risen to 72 even after rainfall subsided in the state yesterday. The situation remains bad in Karnataka, Maharashtra and Gujarat, where 97 people have lost their lives so far due to monsoons. Congress MP Rahul Gandhi tweeted this morning saying he will be spending the next few days in his constituency of Vainad. He will be visiting relief camps with officials. In Karnataka, all the rivers are still in spate. The UNESCO World Heritage Site of Hampi on the banks of the Tungabhadra River has also been flooded after over 1,70,000 cusack water was released from a reservoir yesterday. Tourists have been shifted to safer places. The floods have left 31 people dead and displaced 4 lakh people in Karnataka since last week. On the 100th birthday of Vikram Sarabhai, one of India's greatest scientists, Google honoured him with a doodle today. The award-winning physicist was born in Gujarat's Ahmedabad on August 12th in 1919. Pavan Rajurkar, a Mumbai-based artist, has illustrated the doodle. Sarabhai is often called the father of India's space programme. He was an instrumental figure in the establishment of Indian Space Research Organisation. The lander of the recently launched Chandrayaan-2 was named Vikram to honour the late scientist. Hong Kong's airport cancelled more than 100 flights today afternoon after thousands of demonstrators flooded the transportation hub, one of the world's busiest, in a show of anger over the police's response to protests the night before. Last night, the police fired tear gas inside a subway station and charged at protesters on an escalator in another situation. It got even worse when a female demonstrator was hit by a projectile in her eye. Hong Kong has been rocked by a series of sometimes violent protests for more than two months in its most serious crisis since Britain handed it to China in 1997. Under the terms of the handover, Hong Kong was allowed to retain extensive freedoms not enjoyed on the mainland under a one-country, two-systems formula, including an independent judiciary and the right to protest. Many city residents fear that the recently proposed extradition law, which will allow people to be extradited to mainland China for trial, where the courts are controlled by the Communist Party, will undermine Hong Kong's judicial independence. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. You have to watch Manisha's latest episode of TV Nuisance where she looks at just how happy Kashmiris are and how normal Kashmir is. I'm kidding. Things are not alright in Kashmir and the episode is all about the debates on Article 370 and the ugly triumphalism that has taken over TV news ever since. If you like what you see, please do consider subscribing to us. Independent media organizations like ours cannot survive without your support. Go to newslaundry.com subscription and choose a plan of your choice. It starts as low as 300 rupees a month. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.